No. Yes. Man, it works every time. Yeah. Hey guys, welcome into another episode of the Super Duper Flex Bros. Uh, today is Saturday, August 29th. I'm your host, Sam. You can follow me on Twitter at Tight Ends Matter. And joined with me is uh, my co-host, Tom. And uh, Tom and I just wrapped up our last rookie draft of the uh, the Dynasty offseason. Tom, how are you feeling after that draft? Um, I'm feeling great about the one pick that I made, but... but... Physically, I'm I'm in rough shape after enjoying. Um, I was I was still sober enough to take uh, one of my favorite rookies, Brian Edwards, at the end of the second. So I think uh, I came out on top. All right. Yeah. Well, hopefully you start feeling a little better today. Well, I wanted to jump right in. Our last show, you talked about uh, three wide receivers. You talked about one you felt you're most wrong about. Uh, most underrated, and then your boldest take. So uh, you want me to just jump in on on my three, and then we can maybe talk about some uh, notes on that draft. I, I think we might have a few listeners that are curious what rookie drafts were looking like at the end of August compared to uh, what they looked like about three months ago. Yeah, well, uh, before we start talking about players, I've, I've got an announcement that I have not even uh, shared with you. Uh, yeah. Here. I want um, Team Tequila, one of the leagues that that I'm in, they've uh, been listening to the show, and they have uh, decided that half of their um, are going to start going to a, a charity. So um, $100 this year is, is going to be going to the uh, Lauren uh, Nicollet Alternative High School, which uh, one of our listeners actually works at. So uh, congrats to Team Tequila, and specifically Allie, the champion from from last year, decided that that's where going to go this year. Uh, I'm going to be joining the uh, Super Duper Flex Bros community, uh, putting some of those winnings, some of those earnings to a good cause. So I'm glad we're, we're getting the message across and sharing the wealth with the people that, that need it. So just, just wanted to give a shout out to that league. Yeah, yeah, congrats on that. That's that's awesome. Yeah, I think combined we've hit about uh, 2,500. So thanks, Allie, for helping us kind of get to that next level. And yeah, I think next year we're probably going to set the bar a little bit higher. I think 2,500 was roughly the goal that we had kind of set out when we talked about putting together some of these leagues. Uh, I was talking to a couple of the guys about those guillotine leagues last night. And so, of course, it sounds pretty exciting to do now, now that the season's right around the corner. So I think next year uh, we might put out a few more of those, um, including the, the ones that we've got going. So maybe we'll have four or five of those next year. But any yeah. any other announcements you want to get out there? No, I just I, I think uh, the sky's the limit next year as, as far as uh, uh, raising money. I, I know, unfortunately, a couple of the, the leagues that I manage, a lot of people are, are out this year because they're concerned that there won't be a full season. So it's it's hard to get people to uh, commit to a full season. So I think next year, when hopefully um, we've all uh, been been cleared of of, uh, of COVID because we're all um, being safe out there right now, then uh, then we'll be able to get more leagues going. I'm excited for what the future has in store, but I'm uh, I'm I'm very excited that we were able to raise over thousand dollars total this year. Yeah. All right. Um, All right. Well, let's hear who who do you got? Yeah. So uh, the player that I might end up being most wrong on, 
I've mentioned him on different shows. Uh, but I think Stefan Diggs becomes a very safe uh, wide receiver one just based off volume alone. Uh, so the last three seasons, we've se- seen him finish as wide receiver 17, 12, and 18. So uh, that one season, he cracked the wide receiver one barrier, uh, finishing just inside at wide receiver 12. We saw him uh, receive 150 targets, coming down with about two-thirds of those, um, so 102. And then in 2017 and 2019, where he finished as wide receiver 17 and 18, he got two-thirds of those targets and caught two-thirds of them. So essentially, when he's getting 150 targets, he's finishing as a one. And when he gets 100 targets, then he's finishing as a a mid-range two. So I'm just going to go out there and say Buffalo did not trade for him just to give him six targets per game. So I think he easily gets nine-plus targets a game. And I know people aren't very excited about Josh Allen, but I've seen young quarterbacks in in the past uh, get their accuracy concerns addressed a little bit. And I I think if there's one thing Josh Allen likes to do, it's uh, throw the ball deep. And Stefan Diggs has proven to be one of the best deep ball catchers. So you got any thoughts on Diggs? Um, I, I guess I, I do fall in that that category of, I, I agree with you that he's going to get the, uh, the quantity of, of targets. So he'll definitely see closer to that, um, 150 targets that he, that he had in 2018. But, um, I, I just, I, the, the accuracy, um, is a, is a concern for me. So, um, if, if Diggs was to be getting less than six targets per game, he has, has, uh, absolutely, no uh, hesitation to let his quarterback or let his team know that he that he he needs the ball. So the the opportunity for him to be a wide receiver one again is is definitely going to be there. But um, as as far as with uh, uh, Josh Allen's accuracy, um, I, uh, I I think I I I'm I'm uh, I'm out this year on on Diggs. But I know you've got him in a lot of uh, dynasty leagues. So I uh, hope that he puts together that the season that all those Buffalo fans deserve. Yeah, yeah, I think he's going to prove to be one of the consistent playmakers out there. He, he doesn't really have a lot of target uh, competition. And uh, like I, I make a note of it on TitansMatter.com, um, I think Josh Allen checked the ball down just over 1% of the time. So he was looking deep and throwing deep on pretty much every play where so, somebody was running out at least 10 yards down the field. So I, I'm excited to see what Diggs does. And, and every year we see one of these – uh, wide receivers, if they switch teams or if they've had kind of those mid uh, wide receiver two years, all of a sudden we see them jump up into the top 10 or top five. And I, I think Diggs could be that guy this year. Uh, but one wide receiver I wanted to mention then being underrated is Preston Williams, uh, Miami Dolphins. Last year was his rookie season. Um, but in that season, he played eight games before tearing his ACL. So in those eight games, he was receiving over seven targets per game. And his final game of the, of the season where he tore his ACL, he caught two of his three uh, touchdowns for the year. Um, so this year, a lot of things are working in Preston Williams' favor. So we've seen a handful of their veteran wide receivers opt out, and they have absolutely no running backs consequence. And then uh, he's got one of the best deep ball throwers and fits magic. He might not be the most accurate, but he's just going to let it fly. And uh, we saw that, that, uh, that uh, little hookup between Preston Williams and fits magic was on as early as week one last year. And of course there's reports saying that Preston Williams is looking good, but 
uh, besides Devontae Parker, I think Preston Williams easily gets the second amount of targets out there. So you got any thoughts on Preston Williams? Yeah, I, I, I love this love this call. I think right now in Dynasty, he's he's ranked somewhere um, amongst wide receiver 40 or 50. And you can you can go out and get Preston Williams um, for, for not very much right now in your in your dynasty leagues. It, go go to the owner, ask what he wants, tell him that he's he's asking too much because he was an undrafted wide receiver. He, he got hurt. Uh, Devontae Parker has broken out. And when Tua takes over, then Preston Williams won't be seeing the, the same amount of targets. But I, I truly believe in the in the talent there. I, I, I agree. Preston Williams has a, a floor of being a wide receiver, too, this year. And if uh, Devontae Parker goes back to being the, uh, the old Devontae Parker, Preston Williams could become the one. And uh, if him and Tua... Uh, connect early on in his career, then it could be the Preston Williams show for a long time. So I, 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 I like I said, I absolutely love the the call on Preston Williams being being underrated. All right. Well, and then my last wide receiver. So my boldest take, uh, I'm saying Cooper Cup finishes as a top five wide receiver. So there's a lot of concerns with uh, Cooper Cup as his snaps were limited the last five games of the season last year when they run a lot of 12 personnel. Uh, but if we look back on just those five weeks from week 13 to week 17, when the Rams were trying to sneak into the playoffs, we actually saw Cup uh, receive 30 total targets, so about six targets per game, and he caught 27 of those 30, so 90% of uh, 90% catch rate. And do you know how many of those games he had a touchdown in, in those five games? Uh, one or two. He, he had a touchdown in every single one of those games. At oh, four out of those five games, he had over 60 yards. So even with limited snaps, kind of like how we saw Mark Andrews with limited snaps be productive, we saw Cooper Cup come in and be extremely productive as the Rams are starting to find their footing again. So I think he comes back in as the favorite target of Goff, um, and he's just getting better, and he's just coming into his fourth year. So I think he's got an opportunity to come in and easily get more than those six targets per game. And um, if he's catching a touchdown every game and getting between 60 to 100 yards, I think he easily, easily finishes as a wide receiver one. And uh, I, I'm, I'm calling it now. He's going to be a top five wide receiver. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think you took him pretty early on in a startup last year, which is kind of a bold move when he was, he was coming off the, the ACL. But he looks like... Uh, He's actually gotten gotten stronger. Uh, I I, I uh, was one of those foolish uh, fantasy players out there last year that was that was super low on on Cooper Cup, and I remember how how high you were on him. And uh, yeah, I think I think uh, top five is definitely in his uh, range of outcomes. But when it comes to to Jared Goff, um, give give me all all the Cooper Cup and all all the Robert Woods. I'm I'm not sold on on Higby or uh, or Everett or this uh, running back by committee that that uh, McVay is trying to sell right now, I I I love it. Uh, Cooper Cup and, and Robert Woods. So Woods is uh, definitely getting a little bit older, but uh, Cup definitely has the the wide receiver one potential and and being top five. But I would I wouldn't be surprised to see him uh, top five or top three there. Yeah, and when he was healthy, he puts up top five wide receiver type numbers. And then he was healthy all of last season, but the Rams had that about month long spell where they just couldn't get anything right. 
but we've seen lots of teams have have those issues before so i don't think we should just completely write off every single rams player knowing that they're going to be in a competitive division where they're going to be forced to throw the ball a lot uh, so those are the three wide receivers that i had Diggs, preston williams and cooper cup um, but you want to touch on this rookie draft we wrapped up last night yeah um it was uh it was a good draft um I, I got a, got a little excited earlier during the season uh, or um, during the 2019 season and traded away a lot of my picks. So, like I said earlier, I, I only had had one pick, um, but I think you uh, had uh, had quite a few picks and you were actually making some moves uh, beforehand uh, to uh, move up in this draft. So do you want to talk about some of the, the, the trades that you did? Yeah, um, I mean, we could talk about flipping pennies for dimes all day but essentially i was able to flip some some thirds and seconds to move up so i ended up with the 103 201 and 203 um, so very excited in the super flex league to get jonathan taylor at the 103 um, and then i am the devin singletary owner so i reached on zach moss took him at the 201 um, and then i couldn't say no to jordan love again in super flex style at a 203 i think he'll be the packers starting quarterback uh, next season, I don't think we'll see Rodgers again um, following the 2020 season uh, in a Packers uniform. So I, I think he's going to hold some trade value for a while. Uh, might try to trade him for a future first if he starts looking good. I, I know there's been talks about Jordan Love's accuracy issues in camp, but I remember hearing those same accuracy issues about Patrick Mahomes in camp and uh, hearing about how he's throwing all these interceptions. So I'm I'm not concerned about Jordan Love. I don't think he's the next Mahomes, but I think he's the next uh, franchise quarterback for the Packers. Yeah, yeah. It, we're, we're, we're definitely seeing that uh, the, the, the Green Bay Packers is uh, no longer Rodgers team. So in uh, in two or three years, yeah, Jordan, Jordan Love's going to get his his opportunity. Even if he if he flops, they're they're going to give him a year or two. And uh, just yeah, having Having another quarterback that you got in the early second is, is definitely value there. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of the highlight of my draft. But any any particular picks throughout the draft or any notes that you want to focus on? Um, I have to say the steal of the draft was Denzel Mims getting taken at the 304, where right now a lot of people are kind of hands off with, with Mims because it's probably not going to be a very good year. He's, he's going to have a lot of uh, tough corners to face. Um, he might be the third or fourth option behind Crowder and my uh, my breakout tight of the year, Chris Herndon. But in uh, in, in Dynasty, you always got to think about the future. And in two to three years, he could he could easily be the, the number one option for for Sam Darnold. And from uh, what uh, a lot of the uh, the reports coming out of camp is, Darnold's looking pretty good again this year. So still a very young quarterback. Looking for his next uh, Robbie Anderson or wide receiver one for the next couple of years. So I think I think Mims falling into the third round was a mistake on the rest of us and uh, Team Pound Town um, got away with one there. Any any uh, any picks that you thought that uh, a player got taken too early or, or lasting too long on the board? Yeah, I think there is a, a steal actually. So you you had a, a veteran trade yourself. You, you were holding the, the 112 being the champion from last year. And so you actually traded the latest first-round pick that you could have for a future first-round pick, uh, knowing that you're going to have two first-rounders next year. But 
we did see Justin Herbert drop to the 112 in the super flex style. So knowing that Herbert was there um, and knowing that you have Foles and Minshew as your QB two, how are you feeling about uh, trading away that 112 that turned into Justin Herbert? Um, I, I, I agree with you. Herbert should have been uh, take, taken sooner. So, so going back, um, I, I think, uh, I think the rest of the league, um at the when, when we're doing the the 2020 or sorry 2021 draft and uh we see all these quarterbacks coming in i think we're all going to look back and realize that we shouldn't have let justin herbert fall to the 112 but I'm, I'm happy that the the trade worked out for for both of us like you said now i've got multiple first for for next season um i still have quarterbacks to play this year um so i think it was a win-win for for both teams yeah, nice. Well, yeah, the, the other steals, I'd say we saw C.D. Lamb get taken before Cam Akers. So Akers dropped to the 107. And then we saw Rager go before DeAndre Swift. So Swift actually dropped to the 109. So I feel like there, there's some uh, value there with the, the running backs that are usually taking it the, with the first five or six picks. So a little bit of a drop there. So yeah, the, yeah. the last thing I wanted to mention, so we did not expand rosters. So... Um, like uh, a couple of the owners pointed out, without expanding rosters after a four-round rookie draft, we, we saw if we're going to see 48 players get dropped into uh, free agency. So we've got, a, we've got an elephant sitting out there in a free agency right now with uh, Dwayne Haskins. So are you, uh, are you interested in Dwayne Haskins at all? All right. Well, Tom, I got some homework for you. You, you currently have $98 of fab, and I've got 100 do, do you remember who you spent those $2 on? I think I spent a dollar on DeAndre Washington. Okay. So um, I'm going to throw 100 bucks here at Mr. Haskins. So you and anybody else in the league, uh, if you're interested, you're going to have to make some moves and, uh, and acquire a little bit more fab from some other owners. All right. So, I'm uh... – I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll accept that challenge. I'm going to go out and get $3 so I can get Haskins from you. All right. Well, well, good luck. You've, uh, you've got about 24 hours, so I wish you the All best right. of luck. Well, I appreciate you joining the show here on a Saturday morning and, uh, I'll see you tomorrow for another draft. Yeah. Yeah. Until next time, keep it flexible.